Hi, everybody. Uh, Brad? Here. Me? Here. Theme music? Hit it. Man, you guys are nerds. This is a nerdy podcast. It's a nerd yeah. show. It's- Call me Kane Reference Holloway. <laughs> uh, I bet you get Hannah Banana a lot. No, because my name's not Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the nerdiest goddamn thing you can do. Fuck you. you. Unbelievable. Un but goddamn leaveable. Porkins is 300 because that's how many pounds he is. Porkins, up? Porkins is red six. <laughs> you want to take a hot stab in the dark? Or Taryn me button half. She has just as just much charm as 80s OJ. On. Classic what's-his-face. Marv. Oh, I know his face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he's a face guy. Oh, he's he's all face. <laughs> yeah. He escapes me. Spoiler. Uh... <laughs> I have two questions. Why Dude. and how dare you? Nick, you're sick. I'm not sick. You're the sick. It's a sick thing to do. You want to give you My guys... instinct is call you idiots, but... <laughs> you bunch of fucking dumb shits. You're right. You got me there. Me. I'm a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, citizens of all the go. She stumped. You know, it was because I was being a fucking nerd. You didn't see it, idiots. <laughs> fuck you, fans. That's it was awesome. It was movie. I was like, fuck you, fans. I'm going full on dick out. Casey. Uh, yes. What a weird transition. <laughs> full on dick out, full Casey. On dick out. Anyway, Casey. Next. Hi, everyone. This is uh, Well Actually Podcast, and we are back after a little mini hiatus. You know, some other shit was going on in the world, and we just kind of want to recollect our thoughts and sit with ourselves. Look in the mirror. What Brad and I did was every single day, we sat in front of a mirror and we looked at it. Didn't we, babe? at the mirror not even our own reflections in the mirror the mirror was turning away from us so reflection side toward the wall but we just wanted to true this is true i wasn't looking at myself in the mirror i was just looking at my surroundings in the mirror i was just like oh my god that's dirty oh there's a smudge spot on that mirror yeah the mirrors are dirty their mirrors are dirty yeah but that just that's why we turned it to the wall (laughs) i just wanted to give a quick example of why the heck we haven't been recording but we are back and ready to record and i am your your host, Holly Brown Beans, Holly Left Wing Holly, Abortion Holly, Hannah Hol- Banana. Thanks. I don't know how Kane does this. It's what a lot, a, what yeah. else? Queen Ho- Queen Hannah Banana. There's got to be 17 more. There's, okay, whatever I'm missing, somebody know. just drop yeah. a comment because um, it's a pandemic. I don't fucking know and I remember anything. But I'm here with uh, the. The Brett, what is your nickname, Don't call babe? him Bradley. Don't call him Bradley and yeah. uh, the Big Lewandowski. Ooh, is that new? Pat is butthard. Pat is butthard. Pat is asshard. Pat is asshard. We forgot for you. I do both. Tearing personally. me butt in half. Tearing me butt in half. Yeah. Oh my god. Too many nicknames. Too little time. It takes There's two. There, yeah, there are a, a wrinkle lot. in it's time. I'm just gonna keep saying movie names. <laughs> <laughs> it takes two. You had it there. That was the peak. It takes two <laughs> of your movie name. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna slyly drop in American Ashley movie in every single podcast. Man, just to fucking show that I'm in a cult. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. You're bored. Unless, what is the Paris movie? I was gonna try to work. The in board the is. Oh my god. Or the Paris one. Oh my god. What is it? Spree in Paris or Mid- no <laughs> Midnight in <Not> Paris <laughs> with <laughs> Owen Wilson. What is the Paris one? It takes two to Paris. I don't know. That's what I was asking you. <laughs> oh my god. Billboard Dad is what you were trying to think of. 
I was thinking. Of, I was trying to think of the Paris one. What? Yeah, I mean, I gotta look. What's this the up. one where p- 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 pizza is from? What's that from? That's just American Ashley. That's like, from the show. That's from the direct home movies, like Sleepover. Yeah, movies. Okay. yeah. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just Google "Gimme Pizza" on YouTube. Google "Gimme Pizza" on YouTube, guys. I'm really making this roundabout. And uh, watch the slow mode version of "Gimme Pizza," and you'll have nightmares, uh, Mary Kate Ashley style. And you'll laugh. I'm just going to Google Paris, Mary Kate and Ashley and Google's going to be like, what are you talking about? Mary Kate. It's pretty. I, I don't remember it f- super well, but the it's passport to Paris. Passport to Paris. Gotta have that double P. Weren't they? Didn't they be, be friend slash have crushes on these teenage boys that were like 10 yes, years older? They than looked them. like they were 11. Yeah, they, and these but guys granted, were like college students. Granted, they have always looked younger than their age. So like they could easily be you know 16 in that movie right but those kids still not okay yeah. but yeah but i love i love like teen little kid movies too or little preteen movies especially where they're like you're watching it as a preteen in your own home you're 11 years old you're watching this film and they're in paris walking around with two strange boys yeah you are you kidding me is, yeah Whose when I go on vacation, that? my little brother and I be like, we're just adults now, but we were <laughs> 15 and 13. So When I go on vacation, I'm mistaken for a, a lookalike celebrity pop singer. And then I get wrapped up in this whole, like, will you please pretend to be her because she's, like, missing. And then I have to dye my hair blonde. It's this whole thing. Your life is one yeah. Disney Channel original movie. It is, babe. That one was called Don't Tell Me. What is that called? It's called Si Se Puede. <laughs> it's called um, the Lizzie McGuire movie, baby. Wait, what's the movie? That's the same exact plot to the other movie with... What movie? Oh. Are you thinking of Model Behavior? No. We j- we just watched it because you wanted to watch it where they go to Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Monte That's Carlo. not a That's Disney Channel called. movie. Yeah, but the, she was mistaken for a <laughs> princess or whatever instead of a pop star. Yeah. Beyond, beyond wow, that's the same fucking movie. Everything's recycled. Beyond uh, watching nerd-based stuff, I have a real soft spot for really shitty rom-coms. And I don't mean really shitty like they know they're shitty. Not that kind of, you know, B-list rom-coms. Like A-list celebrities in these rom-coms that absolutely halfway through, I've mentally checked out, but I need to see what happens at the end. Yeah. That's how that goes. I, I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. And then Brad will be writing or doing something else while I'm watching this movie and playing Animal Crossing. And he'll ever so often interject and be like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I think you just nailed it inadvertently that you will be playing Animal Crossing and have insist on having this movie in the background, but you're not really even watching it. That's the perfect film to play Animal Crossing because they're not speaking English in Animal Crossing. They're That's speaking true. Animal Crossing-ish and they're going... And so sometimes I just need real words going on. I get it. Okay. Um, oh, just a little heads up. Kane is on a little Kane Holloway holiday. Kane is currently um, with family right now celebrating his nephew's first birthday. So shout out to Summer and Kane and Kale and Lila and Mickey. And wow, I did it. I got that whole family. But um, Kane, will, will, we're happy to have Kane back whenever he's back from his family vacay. But, you know, things are stressful right now. But we want to make sure we can resume the pod and not lose any momentum yeah. in this crazy world. And he's got a nephew birthday. Yeah, you got to go be. Yeah, absolutely. Back for the nephew's birthday. We don't blame him. Are you kidding me? I want to be at a one-year-old's birthday party because you know what happens at a one-year-old's birthday party? Adults drink. 
Mm-hmm. That's what a one-year-old birthday party is. And you get pie cake. Keep going, babe. Lots You're killing it. I don't know. <laughs> one-year-olds are too little to play with stuff. So it's not like you have like a bounce house or anything where you could be like, right. you can't throw hey, that kid secretly, around. Secretly, I'm going to enjoy this stuff that's here for the kids. Right. Like trampoline or bounce house or a water balloon fight. One-year-old's oh, too shit. small for that, but you got to hope there's good food. Damn, that sounds fun. It's got to be good food. What if it was just all Gerber's, even for found? the adults? <laughs> that would be, I used to eat baby food far I know too you old. did. Banana baby food's pretty tight. Please it's just like don't. pudding. <laughs> Please don't say that. I'm, all right, I'm going to get you a little jar of it next time I go to the grocery store, and you can try it okay. on it. Are you going to clean me up when I spit up on you like a baby? No. You lo- <laughs> no? Those privileges are lost now that you're an adult. <laughs> But I will feed it to you. I thought you meant those privileges are lost. Like I actually had those at one point. Like I did previously split up like a baby and you cleaned me up. I probably have, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, shit. I was going to talk about something. What were we just talking about? We're talking about birthday party, baby food. Oh, you were going to say, have I ever been in a bounce house as an adult? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess maybe as a late teen adult, but not Mm -hmm. in my 20s. -hmm. But please mark my words, everyone listening to this. You, babe, Kane, hold me accountable for my 30th birthday. birthday, For my 30th birthday in two years, I really want to have like a fucking kids themed birthday party. Got it. Like kids themed in the sense that I want us to be in school no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i want it to be like water balloon fight bounce house basically ariana's birthday on vanderpump rules is what i want i want fucking face paint got it i want to fucking uh what else do kids do um i I want to punch each other with big inflatable suits on oh yeah doesn't that sound fun yeah i want to slide down houses are not fun i will tell you what about when you're drunk (laughs) maybe my problem my issue with the bounce house is you don't get a lot of bounce it's not like a trampoline where you're really can like soar bounce house is the the limit of weight once you're like over 100 pounds it's like yeah this thing is not gonna do much and do you ever it's still fun do you fear as an adult like bouncing too hard and just straight up popping that bad boy the last time i went on one which was not that long ago maybe four years ago i didn't worry about popping it no, but it, it kind of like, you know, a trampoline when you if you like jump as high as you can and then land on your back, you just like get absorbed and pop right back uh-huh. up. Bounce house kind of like you feel the impact a little more. Interesting. It's we not, need to do some research. And I could have had a B list bounce house, but it was not that fun. It was fun. It's <laughs> more fun than the house. ground, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Perfect. Brad, Brad relates everything to how fun they are to the ground. <laughs> When you go jumping on the ground, you're going to have a horrible <laughs> time. Um, my cousin growing up, always, every year for her birthday party, which I don't know if this says more about her parents or her, or I, probably her parents just like get the routine of it all, but always had a water slide bounce house. Whoa. And as a kid, it was humongous. As an adult, I think I could probably stretch my arms and legs and touch the top and bottom of the water slide. Right. But I would look forward to that day as a little poor kid look forward to that day and be like but man in july i'm gonna fucking slip and slide my little butt down that water slide i'm gonna i'm not gonna take any prisoners i'm gonna knock everyone down like you would do that you knock kids down absolutely i i just remember thinking like this is a rich person's life 
that you get a bounce house for your birthday. Yes, it's like not every even a question. Year? Like you're just getting it as a rich kid. Right. You don't even have to ask. For I it. feel like my parents would be like, you either get no presents for two years or three or four and a bounce house, or you don't get a bounce house and you can get a stitch figurine from the Disney store. Yeah. And I always chose a stitch figurine. And in retrospect, I'd rather have the memories. I don't know. What a fool. Do you still have the stitch figurine? No. Well, that's a problem. Did you break <laughs> it or did you lose it? I, who do you, what do you think? I think you lost it. Yes. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Well. That was another one of my If you hadn't lost regrets. the stitch figurine, though, look, you, we could have that displayed in this home right now. We have other stitch pops. Yeah, but that wouldn't have the memory that you chose. <laughs> you didn't choose that pop when you were a kid. I actually chose that stitch figurine. I was with my rich cousin and family and downtown Disney. downtown disney my yeah. uncle she, my cousin's a little younger than me but my uncle was like okay we're here you guys get to pick one toy of whatever you want man that's cold-blooded that's too much pressure for a little kid brain it is at downtown disney were you at the world of disney store we went to the world of, there was a world of disney there was like this car racer store at the time and oh. and build a bear babe as a human full-grown <laughs> man adult that i am that's not really full-grown <laughs> uh full grown and physically not mentally i can't pick out physically one thing if i'm very there much. <laughs> Jesus i can't pick out one toy if i'm there and i, I can buy can. as much as i want and i will get lost in my own fucking thoughts i honestly at those stores being like i can't pick one i want to take you to a toy store and make you pick one thing we're gonna do this Ooh, this is a great psychological experiment that we're okay. gonna do next time we go to a toy store uh, r.i.p <laughs> if those exist at least yeah. we know in Disneyland they'll have toy stores. Okay. And we each have to give each other a task of picking, like maybe a budget, and picking one thing. Man. For, okay, I think that's I a understand great idea. why your plight and why you yeah. broke down about <laughs> it's collectible <laughs> it fancy move. stitch figurine. It literally just was this like plastic, hard plastic thing, and you couldn't even move the arms, and it didn't come with any accessories. <laughs> Was there an option for like a stuffed animal and you There was an option it? for anything. I truly don't think my uncle gave us a limit. And I think my child brain was both overwhelmed and also like, well, I don't want to like spend too much money of my uncle's money, even though he's yeah. fucking rich. And because my family had no money. So I was not used to having these unlimited, like unlimited. So I, I remember picking the stitch thing and I think part of me doubled down and was like, I'm not. Nope. This is what I wanted. Because yeah. my cousin goes and get the goes gets the coolest fucking build a bear you ever did see. Yeah, I'm, I for a kid to pass <gasps> up a build a bear. I know. Wow, and don't they have special ones at the Disney build a bear? Yeah, can't get anywhere else. I probably could have got a stitch build a bear, Brad. Wow. Honestly, I wow. live with that every day. I you should. That's if you ever catch me crying, just assume. I'm. I yeah. Just I'm, assume. I would. I'm crying over a hard plastic figurine. Um, how are you, baby boy? Good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Hockey's back this week. Hooray. Which is, yeah, I know. <laughs> you probably, is, that's probably your least favorite thing. I'm just kidding. I don't mind hockey. It just feels like when, um, it feels like similish to me or Animal Crossing language. You just hear stuff going on. Yeah. They're like, Zedeldordly, Beedleorbin, hockey. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's how I view it. But you're happy. And so I'm happy. Yeah. It's nice. With no, uh. Not I like sports is a very nice passive viewing. Hockey, I'm not super passive. I'm more into it. Yeah. But when you put it on, you could like be writing or be doing other stuff or like for you playing Animal Crossing, whatever. It's something you have on that's not 
the news or a show where you feel like you might be missing plot points. You can kind of just have the game on and check in mm-hmm. when you're oh, taking a little it. break. But for me, hockey is more active viewing, but I love it. So it's good to be. It's good. I'm so happy for you, babe. Thanks. We're a blues. Thank you. We're a blues family in this household. We are. Um, we root for the blues. We're St. Louis slash L.A. L.A.'s nothing. If you well, you're L.A. based, so you I like know. L.A. teams. No, I don't. I thought you liked the Lakers and the Dodgers. I like the Clippers and the Dodgers. I like the Clippers too. I don't. I like know the Lakers. you like the Clippers. Don't you remember that we had this in common? I know. You don't remember Dodgers. You're talking I about all the like, other. You're thinking about all the other girls you're dating right now. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm also living with. I'm gonna kill them. I will murder. Um, yeah, I'm a. <laughs> Do- I'm. I'm gonna. Do- I'm a. Pa- a very passive Dodgers fan because my family loves the Dodgers. Yeah. But that's it. I just feel like when you're born in LA, you don't have like it's almost forced to have that same sportsman like. I don't know relationship that you have with your sports teams or other states right. with um, other states with like less shit going on. Does that make sense? Like L.A. is like Hollywood is what I think of it about L.A. I don't necessarily think sports. Right. But so many other states like that's one of the main things you think of is sports. Right. So L.A. is like a blank canvas and you can just throw your shit at me. I'll think I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> What's going on with you? What's your what's your fam rat situation? Oh, shit. I'll make this brief. Um, why did I? F- uh, oh my fucking my fam is my actual family because they're the only people I'm seeing during quarantine. Yeah. Um, my, me and Brad have seen my mom, my brother, my sister, and Matthew, my sister's wonderful boyfriend, and that it's been so great because I, f- I feel semi normal, and also it's like weirdly relaxing to not feel i have we both you and i have a lot of friends and mm-hmm. it's nice to get a, a a reason to not have to see everybody all the time because i want to see everybody all the time but there are times when i'm like fuck i have no good reason to not see somebody i'm gonna go see them even though i just want a night to myself right you know right. so that feels nice but my has rats would be um these creepy men that are protesting something on ventura boulevard in sherman oaks yeah, I don't know what I'd the say that's fuck my has rats. For anybody what? that didn't see my Instagram post, there are were these men dressed uh, like placed out in different parts of Ventura Boulevard by the Buffalo Exchange if anybody knows it. Dressed in like weird cults like, you know, the 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 sparrows from Game of Thrones, like they kind of like yeah. dress like that filming themselves on tiny cameras on tripods chanting like old cameras too yeah like cameras that would have been not even appropriate iPhones. circa 2003 or something right like, like a, ha- a, a handheld camera that you would see in a movie yeah, yeah absolutely it was not and uh filming themselves saying s- stuff like that what did they say baby uh this is the time for men time for men there was one of them was post had a poster that had a bunch of women's faces and the words under like lesbian feminist and it was like anti-propaganda so that was really really fucking fucking creepy yeah it was super weird truly felt like we could be attacked at any moment because we were walking to the bank and they were right outside the bank yeah very bizarre uh 2020 is really bringing out from the woodworks the absolute worst of humankind and uh that sucks it does that's my has rats i'm gonna keep that short what about you my lovey Um, my lovey i'm so (laughs) too much sorry (laughs) my fam i already said with hockey oh my god you're gonna say me (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna say my fam i already said is holly (laughs) is hockey and (laughs) you 
and Holly. Thank you. Holly Hockey. Thank you. Um, but yeah, you too. We, we just, I don't know what I would do if I was alone in this pandemic. It would be really crazy. I know. As we're coming on almost five months. Oh my right? God. If anyone, if anyone's listening in there alone right now, feel free to slide into that. Well, actually DMs and you know, I'll send you a joke. I'll, we'll try to, we'll figure something, we'll figure out. something out because we don't want you to be alone. Yeah. We can, um, we can FaceTime on, we can li- Instagram live again, you know, just slide in, let us know. That's a, but it has, what, uh, what may has rats yeah, what's be? has rats? Oh man. Well. What? The government. <laughs> a lot, not a lot, not uh, figuring <laughs> their shit out I for us people. I love you choose very light topics, babe. Who are artists, I know, right? Artists and subsequently a lot of artists make their l- way in the restaurant world. And uh-huh. they, we all, those two sectors of the economy have been absolutely hit hard right. from COVID. And uh, yeah, there's not a lot of jobs to be had. So the extra unemployment was pretty much just helping us make ends meet. It wasn't really like... You're living like a fucking king, especially in L.A. where the cost of... incentivizing you to get a job because there not. are none to get. So that is my big, big, big rats. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't has, doesn't read the news or is not on the same side as us, let me, I'm just going to break it down to the, un, the amount of jobs that there are available currently, right now, positions to be filled is not even a quarter of the amount of unemployed people. Yeah, it's not so if you take away any $600 benefits because you think it's de-incentivizing people to get money or to get jobs, there are not enough jobs for those people to be had. So basically what they're saying is we want you to try to get a job. And if you don't, that's your fault, not ours, even though there's none to be had. And we would we want you to just die. Pretty much. That's, what, that's how it feels. That's how we're interpreting it. If you interpret it a different way, I would love to also find out that you have a job and then not listen to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but this is our job now and me and Brad are going to take it seriously. Um, that's a great one, babe. Very yeah. good. Very enlightening. Very Thank scary. You. Very scary. Um, but let's get transitioned into some non-scary stuff, shall we? Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> One more. Bueller. Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. Um, uh, This week, we're doing Ferris Bueller, baby reens. Baby reens? I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Baby reens? What the heck? Am I Australian or something? Doesn't that sound like an Australian fake fake word? That was mean. An Australian word. They're like, ah, you put your budgie smugglers on your baby reen. Oh, quick. uh, Brad, do an Australian accent. Go. Good eye. But more than that. I don't know what else you would say. Say, um, um, welcome to Whale Actually Podcast. I'm Brad <laughs> Lewandowski. You got it. You nailed it. I know. I'm good at accents. You're great you at do accents. It. <laughs> <laughs> good eye. That's all you're getting from me. <laughs> Australian it. accent is rough. You, It's like you're chewing gum in the back of your throat. Yeah. You're like, hello, I'm drinking hot tea in the morning and I'm, uh, you know, sitting Going on my, p- my porch naked, <laughs> <laughs> waving at the neighbors. <laughs> That's my impression of an that, Australian person. Is that what they do? Or is they that sit your on the porch, drink tea naked, not Foster's, Australian for beer. They don't drink it. No, they don't they like don't, it. They don't drink Foster's, guys. We know this from all of our extensive Australia research. Yeah. Um, also, just watching one episode of Conan Without Borders. That's all it takes. Um, yes, we're doing Ferris Bueller today. We wanted to just keep it easy breezy. 
this is a movie I've loved my whole childhood. It's like always on TV when you're growing up. And also it's just like introduced you. It's almost like when you, I mean, unfortunately not anymore, but when you were young and you read Catcher in the Rye at the right time. And you were like, yeah. this speaks to me. His anger speaks to when me. Did, did you have to read it in school? We had to read it in school. I don't Catch think. No, I don't think so. I think I think like that was something I heard. So I just read yeah, it. I think myself. I read it. We had to read it our freshman year. N- now fucking Catcher in the Rye is like feels like a Charles Bukowski explosion. It's just doesn't doesn't age well. Yeah, it's just it's uh, it's interesting. I, I read it again when I was in like my mid 20s. It's good. I, there's some good things about it, but it's not great. I don't know. But it, you know, like you watch a movie or you read a book at the right time and it just grabs you. Yeah. And you, yeah. It, and not just, it doesn't like form you as a person, but it just makes you go, oh, I didn't know I could be like that. Yeah. And watching Ferris Bueller felt like that. I was like, uh, but the funny thing is I felt like I, I loved Ferris, but I always felt like I connected more with Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like unrealistic expectations and feeling pressure from the world. Also, he's very funny and goofy. Like, he's underratedly goofy in yeah, the film. Yeah, Um, But we both talked about that. We both agreed immediately. Like, Cameron's a better character. Better Her, written character. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember as a kid just thinking it was cool. Everything they did was cool. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, like, in junior high or elementary school, that was a movie that would come on or you'd be exposed to because it's not super adult or anything so my parents would let me watch it or whatever yeah and being like oh they stole a fucking ferrari like ferrari was my dream car not that particular ferrari but i thought they were the coolest cars but then as i got older you start to think like god ferris bueller's a piece of shit he's a terrible friend he's not a nice (laughs) friend he like sort of comes around you have that moment of humanity at the end when he's like, I'll take the blame for the car thing. I, Your mm-hmm. dad already hates me. It's okay. That's like the only time you see him be like a normal, right. Otherwise, he's good a manipulative person. asshole. Yeah, he's not a great guy. Is he charming? Yes. Is he clever? Is he witty? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. But he bullies Cameron. Bullies into Cameron. Doing what he wants. And like he has his reasoning. I think, And I think he mentions it where his reasoning is like Cameron makes himself so sick just to get out of having to like the pressure right if he just has that relaxing day of to him of being sick like he genuinely makes himself sick so ferris bueller like wants him to actually have a relaxing day and a a fun day and at the end they both are like oh thank you i had best day of my life or whatever but just the the fucking turmoil and the the lasting damage it is going to cause cameron is not enough for this day to have happened yeah it's ridiculous it's it's bad oh man but I, I want to go into some fun facts first. Whoa, then, it. honestly, I'd like to just like break it down by character. Because yeah. I feel like that would be an easy way to navigate the film. Go for it. Um, so Ferris Bueller had some really fun, fun facts. So the movie came out in 1986, right? Am I going crazy? <laughs> 86, correct. And it was one of the highest grossing films of that year, which was not that... 70 million. Yeah. But what was the budget? 12 million? It was... Well, let me look I think quick. not... It just sh- quite quite shows you the inflation of the time. 70 million dollars but some ferris bueller fun facts um ferris bueller i'm gonna i want to wait for you baby boy because i want you to hear these fun facts you're gonna love them let me get you the budget was 5.8 million shut up made 70 million holy shit that's a good investment holy shit for these producers first of all fucking john hughes fucking john hughes whatever net whatever network or not network whatever studio made this film John Hughes knew somebody at that studio and obviously had other movies under his belt. Uh-huh. He goes and he goes, hey, you know, Darren, 
I want to make a film about a guy that skips a day of school and that's all I have. That's literally what he says. He didn't have a script or anything. Did not have a script, had a one line pitch. Can you fucking imagine? That's like me and you going, hey, Darren, <laughs> we want to make a film about a guy that finds a magic uh, pair of shoes. Love it. Put it on the movie slot. Yeah, I get it, though. It's the 80s. Hughes was the king of the 80s. Yeah. Teen comedy, especially. That's the thing. I don't know. There's got to be. Is there a documentary? We have to look into About this. John Hughes? Yeah. He was. What happened in his high right. school years that he was like, <laughs> I'm fucking dedicating my life to telling some high school right. stories. Or was did he just was he smart enough to realize, hey, this is a money making little let's be real it has, niche to, it has to be both there is no way that he ha- doesn't hold something like either resentment or he like because he didn't peak in, in high school he peaked after high school yeah, clearly yeah or he was like the coolest kid around or i think he was probably not the coolest not kid. the coolest so he idolized cool people there was something there and he like broke down the stereotypes right yeah john hughes rest in peace we know that you were a fucking nerd <laughs> It's I, I'd be interested. So there's got to be some some interview where he talks about. I know what drove him to focus so many yeah. stories. That's a good point. We'll look it up, and if we find it, we'll link it. Yeah. Um. But he wrote the script in less than a week. Wow. Rumor has it he wrote it between four and six days. He wrote the that script. Wow. And then the first viewing of the movie, you know, uh, Matthew Broderick, the the girl that played Sloane, I can't remember her name right now, Mia and Sarah. and Alan Ruck. What is her name? Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah. Oh, man. Somebody had a big fat crush on Mia Sarah. Hi, we just watched Oh, it. my <laughs> God. Don't give me someone else I have to murder. <sighs> um, They went to the first screening and they, uh, them three and the networks were like, the studios were like, this is bad. Like, this is, really? they, they said they didn't laugh once. And so then they just went back. They didn't shoot any more scenes or anything. They just re-edited it to be what we saw today. Do you do you know anything about what it was like in that first screening? What was different? No, I don't. Oh. I just know it wasn't funny. I that's wonder. All, that's all I heard. Hmm. Um, so with that said, um, Ferris Bueller and his sister, Jennifer Grey, were yeah. engaged in real life oh, after the movie. Right. Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey got engaged after meeting on the set of the movie. However, they never made it to the altar. <laughs> this is about to get real sad. About a year after getting engaged, the pair were involved in a car accident in Ireland that killed two passengers in another vehicle. The stress of the event caused the two to split. Wow. I know, right? Didn't we hear about this? Or like Matthew Broderick killed somebody and nobody talks about it? That's a thing that people talk about. But you know what? It probably wasn't his fault. (laughs) I I, I have no idea what the details are. No idea. So I wouldn't want to weigh in without knowing more. That's pretty crazy, huh? I could see that being a very stressful thing to try to overcome and mm-hmm. how it could potentially. Oh, yeah. We could do it, though. I love you. I love you, too. Um, Ferris's parents in the film did make it to the altar in real life. Oh, really? Yep. Ferris's dad, Lyman Ward, and mom, Cindy Pickett, got married in 1986 after meeting on set. Though the two split a few years later in 1992, they did have two children, but they fucking really missed the opportunity to name them Ferris and Jeannie. Yeah. Wow, what a goofs. What full-blown goofs. Yeah, they could have really... Um, just two more fun facts. There was a short-lived 1990 Ferris Bueller TV show, which you were listening to me mm-hmm. watch on the 
my computer yesterday that starred some piece, some idiot doing a hack, <laughs> hack impression of Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Aniston is Jeannie. Crazy. It, when, it was 1990 when it came out. 1990 only had wow. like 15 episodes and then it got canceled. Yeah. It was horrific. But Jennifer Aniston, I think, is a good choice. Yeah. For Jeannie. Yeah. Um, now on to some casting what ifs. Got okay. it. Emilio Estevez was offered the role of Cameron Fry and turned it down. Weird choice. Yeah. Don't I don't see it. I don't see it at all. No, he's too like he's not meek. I don't want to say meek, but he doesn't. I don't know. Cameron's got like a reserved um, a power to him. Like he can freak out, obviously, by the end of the film and really cause people to change their minds but he's not like he's coasting along he's doing what ferris does but i don't know emilio estevez i just didn't honestly like who the fuck saw emilio estevez act and was like that guy's got it right truly right john hughes likes him i guess john hughes loves uh, him i was post breakfast club i know so he must have been like i just don't get get it i don't see the hype yeah Twenty years later, thirty years later, I'm like, I don't get it. Who is this kid? Oh, it's Emilio Estevez and stuff <laughs> out here stealing my roles. Um, then Anthony Michael Hall was also considered for the role of Cameron Fry, which that that would have been good. See, I for can sure. see that. Yeah, I can see that. But Alan Ruck was 29 at the time of filming. Doesn't Ferris look Bueller. it. He, he looked mm-hmm. not not super high school, but he lo- he's passing for yeah. sure. He wasn't. I don't, I think he looks high school. I never would have known he's 29. Hmm. Um, but he, he was not even considered for the role, um, until his agent was like, because Matthew Broderick and Alan Ruck knew each other oh, from okay. uh, doing, I think, a Broadway play or some type of play. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was musical or not. Um, they were doing a play and they played high school students in that play together. So oh. because they had that connection, both Matthew Broderick and their agent was like, no, he can play high school. Trust us. Yeah. Um, and they were friends in real life. He's he's so great cute. in it. He's oh, the best part of the movie. He's so good. I I told this to Brad already, but if my sister's listening, uh, growing up, I loved Ferris Bueller so much that I constantly and I loved Cameron the most, and I constantly would think I saw Cameron everywhere. <laughs> the actor that played Cameron, Alan Ruck, I would text Casey and be like, <laughs> I'd be like, Casey, I just saw Cameron at Trader Joe's. <laughs> And she's like, Holly, you just saw Cameron like two days ago in Sandra Bernardino. And don't think that's him. And it never was him until it was. It was. There you go. And then I died. I, I ascended to heaven. And that was my only mission in life. I was an I, angel. I did it. Yeah. Um, casting what ifs for Ferris Bueller. I want to I, I want to give you an opportunity to guess them because I guarantee you'll guess some of these. Think about the time. Think about who would play a cool guy. Tom Cruise. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Pre okay. breakout, like pre his like real, real yeah, breakout. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. Anybody yeah. else? Oh man, I'm trying to think of what would. There's one huge one that you'll be like, oh, of course. Give me a hint. I mean, he we're constantly compared to the to it, like the characters, Ferris Bueller and in Cool Factor. Um, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Um, Michael J. Fox. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That great debate. That I feel like it's not even a debate. I agree, but other idiots think not it that is. cool. Though. I don't think. Wait, wait, wait. Where Marty are you? McFly. Are you talking about Mar- Marty McFly? Some people Ferris say Bueller? who's cooler, Marty McFly or Ferris Bueller. In all, like in the, from what you see of Marty McFly, he's not super cool. 
No. He's like, yeah, I, as far as what others socially think of him, he, mm-hmm. he's he got his girlfriend and got the stuff. But when they go to do the audition for the band thing, they're like, you guys suck. Get out of yeah. here. And the, he's just friends with an old scientist. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's just, Ferris seems like he's the coolest guy. He's fucking calling oh, yeah. the pay phone at the school and just getting passed. The phone's getting passed around. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to say hey to him. Make sure he's yeah. doing well. The the sportos, the motorheads, the slots, <laughs> the dweebs, the geeks, the jocks, the dirts. The sportos. That's the They all one. think he's a righteous dude. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of sound like her. You do. That's a good one. She uh, imp- improvised that line. Righteous dude, mm-hmm. or the whole thing? I don't know. I couldn't find if it was a whole line, but they absolutely. She a hundred percent improvised. She improvised most of her lines. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, pretty much all of her scenes with pedophile um, Ed Rooney, yeah. which, if anyone doesn't know, just man, that guy's a monster. That He's a straight up pedophile. A pedophile. Man. Very disturbing. He's cast as a principal of a high school. Oh, gross. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you opportunity to guess one more. Think of the time. Who was Papa Yaller in the 1980s and a fucking white brunette-haired boy? Ooh. White brunette boy, 1980s. Mm-hmm. Ralph Macchio. No. Wrong. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Rob Lowe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, R- John Cusack. Okay, yeah. I could see John Cusack probably the most out of any of these. Yeah, definitely. R- Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I could see, but he's a little too smarmy. I could see it. I don't know. I don't know. I think everyone was like, oh, I like him as Iron Man, obviously. But because there's like this air of Iron Man where he's like a rich guy mm-hmm. that lends to, oh, he's a funny, snarky, rich guy. So I get why he's like that. Yeah. But to have him be 100% like trying to play cool guy, I think comes off as a little smarmy. Gotcha. Um, Johnny Depp. Well, okay. And Tom Cruise. Yeah. And uh, still undiscovered Jim Carrey. Wow. Which what? That I feel like been... I could see Jim Carrey as Cameron. Yeah, I, I I don't see it at all. Yeah. Him in there. But what do I know? Molly Ringwald wanted to play the role of Jeannie. Really? Um, but John Hughes was like, "No, that's not a big enough part for you." Really? Yeah. Which is funny. Wow. Because. Uh, I don't know, just to be told, like, you can't be in this movie because it's not a big enough part. I'm like, is that your way of saying you don't want me to play this character? Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? Who cares? I'll do it. I want to do it. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's break down the film, though. Let's talk about what we liked, you know, some quotes we liked, maybe. Uh, Like, character-wise, we've got Ferris, obviously. Ferris. We've kind of touched on already. He's kind of a piece of shit. (laughs) Kind of a bull (laughs) running the show. He's a full-blown piece of shit. Um, Did you know they filmed the scenes at the baseball game and the parade in real life? Like that was actually happening and they filmed it. Oh, really? It was some German parade in Chicago, I think. Yeah. And they filmed that stuff. They entered a parade in the contest or the float in the parade uh-huh. and didn't tell anybody. Like they didn't say we're filming on it. They basically were like, can we just do whatever we want on this without, you know, obviously like jerking off on it. Right. And they were like, absolutely. Also, you can jerk off on it. <laughs> that's the real german parade the secrets of the german I chicago mean, the german, german sausage, parade. maybe yeah. abe proman is on that parade really jerking it yeah. um do you know who abe proman is the sausage I, king um uh, god damn it yes what there's maybe you have questions about this stuff i hate when oh, questions get ruined oh you think i don't know that um and then the same with the baseball game they filmed it at a real baseball game so people oh, okay. actually 
went back and like looked at the dates of where these parades were in the baseball game and were able to mark down what day this this day off fell on. It was uh, like okay. J- June 5th or something based uh, okay. off the score of the baseball game and when the parade was. Makes sense. Yeah. And um, uh, so Ferris, yeah, he was a real piece of shit. He didn't care about anybody but himself. So I completely understand why Jeannie felt the way she did. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? And it's frustrating. Everyone has the experience. Maybe not everyone. If you don't have this experience, you are the little sibling. Yeah. But if someone has the sibling who never gets in trouble and is doing the bad stuff, Mm -hmm. and then you can be like... I know. You have this. What are you doing? I'm getting in trouble for everything. Yeah, I know. Some I've been both. I've been the sibling not getting in trouble who's getting doing stuff, and I've been the sibling who got in trouble for doing nothing. Yeah, but you were the sibling that helped your uh, younger siblings do bad stuff that they wanted to do yet it all fell on you that happened too so that wasn't okay yeah and have some fighting words the life of an older sibling yeah my middle sibling my my younger brother was a good kid so he didn't really do anything bad yeah um and also by that time my parents were like we don't care if you absolutely jump off the roof of this house like do whatever you want Um, but my sister was really good kid, very good girl. So when she would do anything like risque or bad, my parents in a million years would never think. Yeah. They just didn't think that was part of her character. They would assume it was me. Meanwhile, I'm the one like, yeah, sure. Did I sneak out? But like, I never did a fucking single drug in high school. I never touched alcohol in high school. I did good. I had good grades, but yet I was the bad kid because I like, I don't know, just was different. Yeah. Or I, I was a bad kid because I I did sneak out or I did I wasn't doing anything dangerous. I was just honestly sneaking out and walking around the neighborhood. Right. Um, but one time Casey came home from school or came home, she the next day she was fucking so hungover, wa- wasted hungover. And my mom is doting on her hand and foot, being like, Oh, my baby's sick. Like, oh no, she's sick, taking care of her. And I got so mad. I was like Jeannie in that moment. And I was like, Mom. She's not sick. She's hung over from drinking. <laughs> and my mom, right I don't think, the bus. I still don't think my mom cared that much. Cause she's probably like, oh, I bet she had one drop and it made her so sick. <laughs> but yeah, I threw her under the bus. Yeah. Sorry, Case. I love you. <laughs> uh, but So Ferris, I, I mean, he is the driving force of the movie. Talks to the camera, looks at the camera. Yep. He's helping you along. But yeah, he's kind of a selfish dude. Yeah, he really is. I mean, it's evident within the first five minutes of the film, really. Yeah. Like, he's very clever and he's very smart. I was going to say, I like the innovation. Mm-hmm. You said you did that as a kid, didn't you? We, I, we tried to. Tried to make some sort of pulley system <laughs> of a fake <laughs> thing to sleep, but it didn't. Work. The, it's so impractical. It's so hard yeah. to do. We didn't have a mannequin head. We had to, like, make a pillow figure. To the, so, it's a, I still can't. I can always think of the office scene where Michael Scott tries to have the... The dummy. I don't his remember. Office. You don't remember? Oh, on the roof? No, no, that's no the in his office. The the, like, has the Ferris Bueller. I don't remember set up. that. Oh, you'll have to watch it. Yeah. It's really funny. And it doesn't work. Oh, I wanna, I'll post that on the um, Instagram. That scene, if I can find it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really funny. So uh, he's got a lot of innovation behind what he's trying mm-hmm. to do. And that's probably why he gets away with so much. People are like, he is smart. He actually, like, I bet you he's right. that type of student that like doesn't study for classes or still any, does. Okay. Yeah. So teachers are like, oh, that's Ferris. He's so likable. I will say there is a sexist double standard in that film, just in the sense where I'm like, if a girl did the same thing Ferris did, that she would be seen as probably pretty reckless. 
Oh, like trying to skip school and doing all oh, that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They'd be like, you're a juvenile delinquent. Right. Um, then we got Cameron. We already, I feel like we talked about Cameron. Yeah. A fair Cameron, amount. Absolutely love our boy Cameron. Super sad. Sad. I know. I think they, they do kind of touch on it, but it, th- there's a sad history. It's not yeah. a sad foundation to pour Should Cameron. we write a dramatic film about Cameron's? That would be ab- something. Oh, write this down. Write this down. Actually, there's a podcast that is on. So somebody else write it down. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Let's say, what about Jeannie? Jeannie? You love Jeannie. So Jeannie, I grew up, I think... I want to also base it off. I don't think it's the way she was portrayed in the film at all. I'm not going to give John Hughes any, you know, negativity towards that. I just think when you're growing up, your like older sisters in films are generally mean. Yeah. You know, or they're like too cool to hang out with the younger one or they're, or they're mean. It's one of the two. And so Jeannie, I perceived as a kid as being mean. I was like, Jeannie's an asshole. And also the, the secretary calls her a little asshole. Right. And, but when you watch it back, you're like, Jeannie serves like the hottest takes. She's got the funniest lines. Some of them where they're like, shouldn't you? She's like, shouldn't you be in economics class? She's like, probably. <laughs> and, yeah. And, or when um, the guy bumps into her in the hallway and she not, I think knocks into him and he, he's like, oh, please. We're, Dude, we're raising money, money to is, get yeah. a new kidney for Ferris or right. whatever. She's like, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? And. He was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, she's like, you should be. <laughs> yeah. And um, the penultimate, almost the best line in the whole film or the best part when she's trying to, um, she's at home looking for Ferris. She went back home from school and she's, Ed Rooney breaks in, which we thought like in watching back, didn't we both think she knew it was the principal or like she makes eye contact with him. Yeah. She sees him. Yeah very clearly before she kicks him in the face and stuff but then acts like she didn't know it was him very strange so she's on the phone in her bedroom which what a cute 80s bedroom she had Mm -hmm. and she said i'm very alone i'm very cute i'm very alone and i'm very protected my body and i don't want it to get killed oh right or something like that and it's my favorite quote in the whole movie so she's like a secret feminism feminist for well, sure. I love her. She's good good character. She wants equality and she wants her equality to be that if she's a bad girl too, she wants to get away with it. She turns, helps her little bro out. Mm-hmm. Once she, she saves the day. Once she hears that he's going to be held back a grade, which is great. I know. I feel like there should be another spinoff called Genie Saves the Day. Genie Saves the Day. And you and see the whole day through her point of view. Yeah. That could be interesting. That is so good. Can we just we not we didn't make this cinematic universe happen? The Ferris Bueller yes. cinematic universe. Oh my god, what else could we do with this? We got Cameron's backstory. I mean, what was it? The mom kept saying she was making a deal with the Wisconsin people. <laughs> the was it wasn't Wisconsin. It was, it was something weird, right? Virginians, Madison. Or or I don't know. Maybe it was. She she just kept saying I. It was so vague. She's like, I almost closed the Wisconsin people deal. Yeah. If we make a movie about who, what this, maybe her mom's like in, in, in something bad. <laughs> we make a movie about what those drivers did when they took that car. You could do a lot oh of stuff. Oh my God. I mean, it probably wouldn't be that interesting because it's pretty short clips. Of the drivers, you saw them just cruising around Are you kidding town. me? Brad, you as a screenwriter should know you can make a movie based off of one day. But I know. So you're telling me we can't make a movie off, based off of three hours? Of a person's life. Yeah. yeah. Don't Go li- for it. Don't limit my creativity. Do it. Write it down. I have a lot of movie ideas that will never come to fruition. <laughs> Last night, I w- me and Brad were high watching The Force Awakens. 
And I just, do you remember that whole conversation we had about, about how I wanted to make a sci-fi movie with social media? Yes. And you're, you're like, this doesn't make sense. And I was like, but they don't have Instagram in any of these future sci-fi movies. Why wouldn't they have it? We have it now. And I was like, okay. And Brad's like, okay, what's your plot? And I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. cool. I love it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, Jeannie, what an underdog. Absolutely. Uh, my MVP of the movie is Jeannie, just in the sense that she saves the day and has a turn. Yeah. Cameron, I think, is the best well-written character. Yeah. Sloane is Sloane, there. You didn't touch on Sloane. <laughs> so Sloane, yeah, her best quality of it is that she's there. She yeah. exists in the movie. <laughs> they didn't really give much for Sloane. They didn't, yeah. At all, except for that. that she's, like, caring and nurse, like, she cares for Cameron. Yeah, she's very kind. She's a very kind person. I, I do, I, I just have so many questions, like, that whole that scene in the taxi when they spot uh ferris's dad again and so they cameron and ferris duck and then they leave sloan up and so the dad looks over at sloan and then sloan like winks and kisses or something yeah and then we're supposed to believe that this girl that ferris wants to marry has never met ferris's dad yeah that would be i don't get it it's tricky yeah they they did didn't need to clear it up i guess so who cares Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you're left wondering how much do they really like each other? Has she right. ever come over for dinner or just come over to hang out at the house? Is this her first date? Yeah. Is, has Ferris been secretly dating her and not told anyone? Right. Which, so but why? That's not true because even the principal's secretary lady knew. Yeah. I think she's dating Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. They say that. That's so how he starts to piece this whole thing together. We're finding loopholes galore. She has but the coolest jacket of all time. That jacket's that pretty That white tight. jacket. Like it. Then at the end, too, when... She asks Cameron after Cameron falls into the pool and Cameron's like catatonic. Um, she's like, Cameron, did you see me changing yeah. when you were whatever catatonic by the bushes? And they're all slap. They're all like smiling and happy about it. Very weird. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. I feel like Ferris Bueller and Sloan are that like swingers or something. They, he doesn't care that his buddy <laughs> saw his That's girlfriend not love. naked. That's not love. If anybody saw you naked, I would cut. <laughs> <laughs> I would cut their body. I would cut anyone's penis off. <laughs> I don't know why I'm assuming a man's seeing you naked. <laughs> if anyone saw you naked, I would cut them up. That's what I'm saying. Cut them up. I would cut them up. Unless it was me showing somebody how beautiful your body is. You, so you get to display me whenever you want to, but <laughs> I can't. That not make any sense. I'm very tired and it's coming through right now. Uh, yeah, Sloane was just there. Not a very well-rounded character. Yeah, I wanted a little more mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. her. Well, what, uh, anybody else that you really, like, maybe minimal performances that you liked? Principal Secretary, we kind of touched on. They had she a pre- very funny dynamic. She's great. She yeah. was awesome. She's, I love that she just she has a shit ton of pencils in her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all of her little lines are awesome. She when she's, kills him. When, she, when he's on the phone with uh, supposedly Sloane's dad or whatever, yeah. and then she picks up the phone and she's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And she improvised that as well. Really? Yeah. Wow. She was, she's a stand-up comedian. I didn't know this. She's like bi- a big stand-up comedian at the time. Wow. And is known for, she has so many bit parts as like that Midwestern character. yeah. yeah. Um, which I'm going to look at her IMDb and just like, man, all these actors were just like, you really heralded this project or you're like the you all, took an all star and yeah. you don't get the credit that's due. Um, and then we've got, uh, Ben Stein, Ben Stein's bit part in it. 
Ben Stein, the teacher, mm-hmm, the famous, the famous teacher. Fun fact about him is that he was a um, speechwriter for Nixon and Ford. And so he's a very, very smart guy, which is why he had that show. Like yeah, Ben Stein. When take, ben Stein's exactly. Exactly. But in that scene, he um, was only meant to do his lines off camera. He was not supposed to be on camera. It was just going to be shots of the students reacting. Yeah. And then the students were laughing so much that they were like, this guy's got something. So they put him in front of the camera. The only line that was scripted was him saying Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Other than that, they said, speak on something to the class that you know a shit ton about. Oh, wow. So he just bored them to death with economics. Oh, and my I, God. That's so good. I just love that. I love when each time, knowing especially that he did it himself. Anybody? Anybody? And then yes, just exactly. <laughs> when he's like, anyone? Anyone? And then anyone immediately the goes into it. So he did that all himself. That's great. Very I funny. didn't know that. John Hughes seems that. like a good director. Yeah, he he certainly know how to discover people and yeah. let them do what they can do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I read so many instances of where it was just small lines here or there that he let he was all improvised. Mm-hmm. But just the, the faith he has in his Yeah, making actors. people feel comfortable mm-hmm. to do their best. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly that's all you want to do on a set. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen's in the movie. Yeah. For a hot minute. Hot second he doing what he does best. Sleep being deprived a weird himself sleep deprived himself for that scene. So he would look like a drug addict. Which did he really need to do that? I don't Because I bet so. he had some drugs in his pocket on set. Yeah, that's Tiger Blood himself. That's the thing. That's the thing, honey bun. Um well, shall we get into this You wanna quiz? Quiz around? Quiz time? Oh shit, we didn't do any rankings, did we? We can do them on the fly. Yeah, do them on the fly. We'll do some rankings and we'll get into that quiz. Does does music come before the rankings or after? I don't remember. Kane does this part. Let's do it now. Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. Uh, Pop quiz, hot shot. (laughs) Okay, babe. Let's do some rankings. Let me get my quiz out here. Boom. Okay, cool. Rankings. If you get 100%. You are Cameron. Yay! Wait, do I want to be Cameron, though? He's got a, the shittiest life. I think you want to be Ferris. You want to be Ferris? Or do you want to be Genie? You love Genie the most. I love... No, I know, but I, it's like 100%, I would assume, means like you're the one that gets the, has the best outcome in the film. Okay. So I'm going to stick with Ferris on that. All right. So you get 100%, you're Ferris. And then I think you're number two, you're Genie. Genie. For 80%, you you get 60%, you could be Cameron. You had a good day off. Your life still has a big chunk of suck in it. But but you're you're starting to become Mm -hmm. a better... You're starting to take charge of your life. Absolutely. 40%. I think you're Sloan. Sloan. You're just... I mean, your grandma didn't die, which is great. That's great. Um, You had a fun day. Yeah. With your buds, which is great. Didn't have a lot of story or screen time besides that. No. 20%. you You are... Secretary? Secretary? Sure. You're secretary for a pedophile, so your (laughs) life is really bad. Yeah, it's terrible. You have to cat, you just like really gotta, you know, not think about it. (laughs) Yeah. And if you have a zero percent, you can never watch Ferris Bueller again. No. (laughs) Okay. All right. It's a shortened quiz. Yeah, we're doing alone here. We're testing the waters with different quiz. We're basically just watching, watching the movies and writing as many questions as we want based off of that. We're, we're no longer going to be holding ourselves to exactly a certain number. 
Right. I right? think we'll, yeah, we'll definitely Some will be it really up long. when we have more than one person doing Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, okay. question one. Ferris's sister, Jeannie, mm-hmm. would have to go to school. She claims she would have to go to school even if she was, A, bleeding out of her eyes, B, throwing up nonstop, C, in a coma, or D, dead. Those are all very good. Um, the answer is bleeding out of her eyes. Final answer? Yes. Correct. Question two. What's the key to faking out your parents? I knew you were going to ask this. I knew it. Is it A, faking a good fever? B, making sure you actually throw up? C, coughing nonstop? Or D, having clammy hands? Having clammy hands. Final answer. Good job. You don't want to have a fever because then your parents can actually make you go uh, to the doctor, which is worse than being in school. Mm -hmm. All right. Question three. According to the students, Ferris allegedly passed out the night before. Where was he when he passed out? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who was the who did that line? Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Star did that line. Yeah. Chrissy Swanson. Was he? Um, he, Oh, I know the answer. Oh. No, okay, do the multiple twice because I want people to play along. Is it at A, JCPenney? <laughs> B, Family Video? Oh. C, 31 Flavors? Or D, McDonald's? Oh, you know, you really you really could have stumped me if you put Ben and Jerry's in there. Because I forgot. I thought it was Ben and Jerry's, but it's 31 Flavors. Oh, shit. I should have yeah. let you guess. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, it is 31 Flavors. Correct. Why would they go? What was called Baskin Robbins 31 Flavors? It's called Baskin Robbins, I always thought. And like the like sub slogan was 31 Flavors. I didn't know people ever referred to it as 31 Flavors. Like we don't call, pe- we don't call, what is it, Dr. Pepper 27 Ingredients or whatever. Right. Uh, well, who knows? Wait, that's what it is, right? They're like, we're only made with 27 ingredients. And yeah. you're, you're watching, you're like, 27? What that's the fuck lot. is in that shit? 27 Flavors. Like how much is in Coke? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. Next question. Okay. What surgery did Ferris say he needed? A, open heart surgery. B, a kidney transplant. C, an appendectomy. Or D, a leg amputation. Shoot, that Ferris said he needed. I think it's kidney transplant. Ferris said he needed when he called the paper. I know, I know. I feel like I think it could be a a moment of... <clears throat> I remember the guy saying that Carrot Ferris needed a fit, fer, uh, kidney transplant, but I don't remember what Ferris said, but I'm going to say kidney. Final answer? Final answer. Correct. Yes! What's next, my prize? Next question. You get a kiss. Yes! A hundred kisses. Yes! Question. Next question. This is a three-part question with no multiple choice. Oh, no. What jersey was Cameron wearing? Shut the fuck up. I would like the team name, the name on the back of the player, and the number. It was the Detroit Red Wings. Correct. The number is a low number. I know that. I want to say seven, but I'm not sure. Could be 12. Seven or 12. Okay. The name escapes me. I think it starts with a G. Does it start with a G? It does not. That's what. That's fine. I didn't want that anyway. I weirdly I enough, was the player's first name begins with a G. No of way. The 
last name on the jersey. I'd, I'm not going to get the last name on the jersey. Okay. But is the jersey number 7 or 12? No. Fuck me. I know it's a Detroit Red Wings. You got that part right. What the fuck is a jersey number? It's a low number, right? It is. I know it is, bitch. Is it 9? It is 9. Yes. But you already missed it. I got it. Well. I basically got it. Detroit First Red name Wings, starts with a G. Number 9, and it's Gordy Howe. Gordy. I knew Howe it was a G. Was a I knew it was a G. <laughs> To miss one. Come right. on. Next question. Give According to Ferris, how much does a new kidney cost? Oh, fuck you, babe. 30 G's, 40 G's, 50 G's, or 60 G's? I don't have an absolute clue, but I bet you it's a crazy high number. So I'm going to say, what did you say? 40, 30, 40, 30, 50, 40 60? 50, 60. I'm going to say 50 G's. Are you sure? No. I'm not Final sure. Answer. I'm not sure, but carry on. 1985. Babe, I don't know how much it cost in 2020. Okay. So you're saying 50 final I'm saying, okay, fu- wait, 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 wait. I, this isn't fair because if you're going to make me change my answer and I'm right, you have to give me the answer. You have to give me it. So. I'm just. You looked at me and said 19. You said, are you sure? 1985. It's 86. I was 1985. In 2020, how much does a kidney cost? It cannot cost 50 G's for a kidney. I don't know, babe. I don't know medical stuff at all. So <laughs> I'm the worst person to be consulting about this. I don't know. But I mean, if it costs 50 G's for a kidney now, it wouldn't have cost 30 then because that adjusted for inflation still doesn't make sense. You know, I feel like it would cost more. Ah, if I guess wrong and I was if 50 G's is right, you have to give me a half point. You do whatever you just leave it if you're worried about 30 it. 30 G's. Just leave your original answer if you're worried about it. Because I'm right. It, I just don't want you to be mad at me. Now I'm going to be mad if I'm wrong. I'm mad at you. You had way. it right originally. It's 50 G's. I we'll knew give you it. <laughs> you guys always trick me into rethinking my, th- my no, answers. No, I do and not. And I don't make you give me points. Are you kidding like, me? I don't. I walk you there. I hold your hand. Yeah. I hold your butt. The last question you already got right in our talking about, I so know. I don't even say it, but we'll do it for the pod. What's Abe Froman's unofficial title? Is he the hot dog king of Chicago, the pizza king of Chicago, the schnitzel king of Chicago, or the sausage king of Chicago? Yum, schnitzel king. All those sound so good. He is the sausage king of Chicago. Correct. Abe Froman. How does he do the voice? I can't even remember. Man. Ferris with that, Let's like, see what you got here. Ferris with a telephone is a dangerous man. You got an 85%. Ooh. Which gives you genie. Tight. So. And my prize. Your prize is one smooch coming up. <laughs> we, don't, we should do it on the pod. Why? <laughs> okay, Just here's one. the prize. Mwah. Got it. It's a good job. You got Jeannie really Best kiss of my it. life. Uh, I'm a little, I think I was a little easy on you on these quiz questions. Yeah. Not going to happen again next time you get a quiz. Yeah. You know, when you, the, th- the thing I like about this podcast is that there are certain things that we would both immediately know we're experts on, mm-hmm. but I, I can't say that Ferris Bueller would ever be one of them. Because it was just something I passively kind of watched all the time. Yeah, yeah. But people, so many people probably have movies like that. Like, I bet you there's movies that you watched so much growing up, but you might not, it would never come to mind as one of your fam- favorite films. Right, right. Can you think of any? Uh, I like be? Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I probably know a lot of them, that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved them a lot, especially as a kid. 
but if someone's like what is your expert fandom whatever i would never be like that mm-hmm. yeah it's so funny um but when we we're doing this whole pot this whole episode i was thinking like before we wrap it up what what like did you did you lie to get out of school did you fake illnesses oh, yeah. to get out of school? big time right? yeah whenever i could it was so easy stomach ache it was so easy what didn't you? i didn't that often but every once in a while I would were your parents home or did they both work uh they worked yeah so you were alone I'd at be home? home alone oh tight yeah it was awesome what'd you do watch satellite tv oh fuck yeah at my mom's house don't you feel like the days went by so slowly too oh yeah when you were sick you were like it's only 11? i would sleep in till yeah. like 9 15 mm-hmm. when i had to get up early for school i'd get like 6 30 for high school yeah me too which is fucking insane. Why do we do that to kids? This I is mean, the, I elected our to do that. Our system is fucking stupid. Had, I got up at 6 a.m. That's insane. Me and Casey did. Yeah, school system is stupid. Everyone else has it. Europe has it better when it comes to school. For sure. They know it's up. We should just start calling it uni and start calling... What, what do they call... What do they call high school something else, too? I don't know. Trainee? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> what you, uh, oh, uh, how do you do a British accent? British is hard for some reason for me really australian is easy british is hard most people i think would flip I it know. around or have a harder time with australian I have an easier british. time with australian um let me think i can do a british accent you should you should make a movie thank of you the british ferris bueller's out where they don't even want to skip school because they like it so much yeah they're sick and they have to convince their parents to let them go to school because <gasps> school's so fun yeah. and it's shorter and it's not so early in the morning <laughs> That's a great idea. And everyone's generally happier, so there's no conflict. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how does a British accent go? How does a British accent go? Hello. Uh, I'm... Pr- oh, I can do like a fancy British person. Is that fa- Is this she's British? By uh, God, she's got it. By, by God, she's got it. Um, That's a, a, a sweet-ass My Fair Lady <laughs> reference. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's what you're on the pod for. For the... <laughs> for the one from Broadway. For some play references. Yeah, you know. Um, just to throw that in a line here or there that no one would really know. Yeah, that's why I went to school for theater, baby. Hell yeah. I always thought I was alone in this world, that I liked musicals, I liked plays, and none of my peers bes- really liked them besides Casey. And then I met Brad. And then Brad knows so much more than me about everything. <laughs> that's not true. He, you do. Everything. Not true at all. Name one thing I know more than you about anything comedy yeah that's true i do know more about comedy than you lots of stuff well no but thank you yeah i disagree but whatever <laughs> you know more about pops you know what i know more <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know what i know more about how <laughs> fun co pops that's true i know more about ha- stitch figures about, <laughs> about loving you than you know about me I know more about loving you than that's you know about That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not true. I know more about loving you. I know more about like how what it's like to be in love than <laughs> you. Yeah, right. Get out Everyone of Everyone listening town. is like, honestly, I think we're siding with Holly on this. No, they're not. Um. Okay. Well, th- I mean, that's all we that's what we got for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I I love watching this movie with you. And Did you guys do Back to the Future? The f- part one is that what you did with already on the pod? Yes, we did Back to the Future with Facing Off Pod. Gotcha. Hosts. And we did have a very heated debate over who was cooler, Marty McFly or Ferris Bueller. Really? Uh, to my ne- my recollection, it was me and Gabe that were Ferris Team Ferris. And Kane. Kane and, and Nick, Nick were, were were 
Marty McFly, I think. Interesting. Um, so it was me and Gabe that were correct, and everybody else was wrong. Yeah, you and Gabe were definitely correct on that one. What fucking fools! I did a f- an Instagram poll, and it was like sixty percent Ferris, forty percent Marty. What the fuck movies are you watching? Well, that's the thing. Marty is cool in watching the m- in watching the movie. He's driving a fucking DeLorean time machine. But I can't say he's got a hoverboard. Eventually, like he's he looks cool wearing his fucking life preserver. I just can't say that like. I don't know. I can't say that he had interests that were super cool or like, hmm. I don't know, said he was funny and charming, but like not as witty as Ferris. Yeah. I, I think we didn't. Ferris didn't give a fuck what anyone thought of him, which right. is innately cool. Right. Or an asshole. Both. Probably. A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. What were you like in high school? Were you a cool kid? No. Just a normal kid. <laughs> Such a liar. Normal Such kid. a liar. No way. Like. Loved professional wrestling. If you was ever, in a theater eventually when I was a senior. He's such a he's he's such a fucking liar because if you anyone knows Brad Lewandowski, and you're gonna be like, you're not you weren't the coolest kid in high school. No, I had fu- really really bad acne. I was like kind of gangly, didn't grow into myself. I was not cool at all. Well, you're cool now, babe. Well, I look just at all, look around at your pops. Now. You're cool now. <laughs> I know, babe. You are cool now. This house of nerddom <laughs> that I've built just makes we me cool. We built, bitch. How dare you. Mo- more of this stuff is mine, correct? Brad Lewandowski. We, we built more of this t- stuff is yours because you have so much stuff. You don't even let me. G- I don't have room to get <laughs> stuff. That's true. We've built it together. We built, it we together. built this city on rock and roll. More of this stuff is not yours. I thought you, if we looked at the nitty gritty, that I have stuff too. It's just not on the walls. That's true. You've got a lot of great books and mm-hmm. lots of other stuff. Yeah. So you're right. Don't, don't, don't make me fight you. Um, okay, well, you know, suffice to say that high school doesn't matter. <laughs> what were you in high school? Were you a genie? Were you a Ferris? I don't know. Were you kind a bully? Of in between. No, I wasn't a bully. Okay. I'm going to scream if anybody ever, I'm going to bully you if you ever tell me <laughs> I'm a bully again. You did inadvertently say you just plow through kids on a slip and slide or whatever earlier. And I, oh my God, chalk it up to the fact that I was three feet taller than everybody else. So Aww. even if I just flew down on my own, somebody would get knocked down. Um, I, that's true. That's I true. was not a bully. I was a, I was, I went to a smaller high school though. So I think it was easier to be a little right. bit more of everything. Because I was the president, president of, of the drama, drama club. club. Me and my sister passed that title along to me. Uh, but also by unanimous vote. Um, also, they probably didn't have much choice. So I was the president of drama club. But also, and I, w- me and Casey are all both in leadership. But also... What is leadership? Is that like student council? Yeah, that student council. Basically, we like did all of the events for school. Yeah, okay. Um, gotcha. met the dances and dances, everything like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Met with... Did fundraisers. Met with... Um, God, man, it felt so important at the time. But looking back, I bet anyone not in leadership was like, you guys are not important. You're volunteering to do all this fucking work? <laughs> yeah, an hour before school. Yeah. Um. Then also... Every I f- day? Did you have... The- Every day. What the yeah. fuck? It was another period, essentially. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my friend Sarah Wasaki, she would drink coffee in leadership in high school. And I was like, you drink coffee? She was like, I have to have my morning poops. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> very funny. Um, also, oh my God, I just a real quick before we get off. One time Casey and I got in a full-blown fight in leadership because we were planning, we had to do leadership mixers every year for other schools' leaderships to come and fucking mix for whatever God knows reason. Uh, like, not okay. that we've learned anything. Right. But it was you're just a hangout party time. Probably right, like, let's right. let's give you, uh, ourselves a break for waking up an hour early for school. 
that listen out of anything of leadership that makes the most sense no but we did this mixer it was a harry potter themed mixer whoa and very Casey, cool i think i can't remember if at the time she's in house ravenclaw now but i can't remember if at the time it was pre the test the jk rowling test so potter more test i think she assigned herself gryffindor and then she told i think somebody else in leadership to assign me and hufflepuff and i lost <laughs> which this should indicate that I'm not a Hufflepuff. I lost my mind on everybody. I was like, I am not a Hufflepuff. I'm a Gryffindor. I just remember being like, probably Aww. being like, fuck you, Casey. You should know. And it was just like a full blown <laughs> fight in leadership because Casey tried to make me Hufflepuff. Yeah, I can see that making you go off. <laughs> then the I just defense. ended up playing Hagrid at the <laughs> <laughs> at the mixer. I'll post that picture on I've it. I've seen that picture. It's a good but you got to post that. I just look like that. Hagrid without pants on. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good picture. You really should post I will, that. I will. Um yeah, that's what high school was like, but I was still a cool kid cuz there was a small school and once you I think when you're in a small school once your name is well known, you're kind of cool. It's just easier to be yeah. friends with everybody if you only have 300 people in yeah. school or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so yeah, that thank you guys. I can't I genuinely can't remember how Kane ends these uh, episodes I never going to give you up oh yeah okay sign off what's your sign off um what, what, what is god damn it I should have wrote it down what but, hey life moves fast life moves pretty fast life moves fast you don't take a second to watch it I don't know what the fuck the quote do, is do your version I want you to do it what you think he says but don't stop hey life moves pretty fast is that sound like Patrick Roderick that's yeah. great that's wonderful life moves pretty fast if you don't take a second to stop man it'll go right by you <laughs> <laughs> That's Ferris Bueller if he was did a fucking shitload of helium and just sounded. I like to think that that's how the line was originally written. And someone was like, "This it'll is go, so garbage." It'll go right by you. A Ferris man, Matthew Broderick. What a turn from cool kid to the biggest nerd ever. Yeah, it's he's a guy with like nerd guy with briefcase. Yeah, he's and he got that. He's pretty good in Ferris Bueller's often. Now yeah. when you watch him and stuff. Like, this guy can't act. Yeah, he went from Ferris Bueller to Lion King. To Simba. Yeah. Not a pr- appropriate voice casting, but. No, but did, did, was I attracted to that voice? Yes. Really? Yes. Once you find out it's Matthew Broderick, it loses all of its magic. Not at the time, because at the time I associated Matthew Broderick with Ferris Bueller. Okay. So then once I started seeing him in like the producers. <laughs> and they didn't have Matthew Broderick sing as no. Simba. But he was Wait. done a bunch of Broadway. Yes, he did. He no, sang. No, he didn't. Are John you sure? Williams, the composer's son, is the singing voice of Adult Simba. What the fuck? Fucking weird. That is fucking weird. What a tag team combo, though. JTT and Broderick, as far I as know. cool guys. I know. And look where they are. Where are they now? Yeah. Where is Sad. Lion King now? The voice cast of Lion King. Yeah. Now. Um, that's our next episode. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, that's my attempt at a fair few. You, let's hear yours. I'm just gonna say I'm very alone. I'm very cute and I'm very alone and I'm very protective of my body. Good. And that's it. And we're and let's say it together. And we're, we're never, never gonna, gonna give, give you up. up. Bye.